First Take, the least boring banking podcast, is an attempt to make banking unboring and tell you all the tips, tricks, and news that you need to know regarding your banking life. Brought to you by two former news anchors who are just trying to make banking a little more personable, a little less boring. Here we go. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to First Take, the least boring banking podcast. I'm Blake. I'm Allison. And it is good to have you with us here from First National Bank. Uh, Our kind of... um, fun but educational uh, look at different things in banking, uh, giving you some tips and tricks to navigate what can be tricky and muddy waters of the finance and credit world. And again, trying to make it the least boring podcast possible related to banking because some of this stuff can get uh, convoluted, complicated. Uh, Last week we talked about fraud, Mm -hmm. um, discussed some of the intricacies of that, how to avoid fraud, how to uh, look out for those red flags, and then how fraud can affect you. We kind of touched a little bit on credit and how fraud can affect your credit, and today we are going to delve into uh, credit. That is. It is credit do's and don'ts is the topic of this episode of First Take, the least boring banking podcast. I think it's really important that we kind of establish what we mean by when we say credit to get started. So really there's two areas of credit, right? There's, uh, there's the credit, which is like basically things that are extended to you, such as car loans, credit cards, lines of credit, things like that. Uh, and then there's your credit kind of history and score and ranking and credit score is not the only thing that goes into things. There's, there's all kinds of stuff like, um, uh, your debt-to-asset ratio, different things like that. Um, we won't get too much into that, but um, th- it's the best way to start on like a debt-to-income is to start on your credit score because it is a reflection of your credit health. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like Blake mentioned, credit score—you know, things that are affected by that. Uh, you know, if we're talking to somebody who who maybe brand new to banking, you know, think about that first car loan that you're going to have, making sure that you're making those car payments on time. You know, maybe you go to a store and they offer you a credit card. Uh, That's wonderful, but then you're going to have to make sure that those payments are made on time each month, because if not, that's going to negatively affect your credit score. Uh, We're not talking about things like making sure that you're paying your electric bill on time. That has a totally different consequence. Correct. Just your electric being shut off. Uh, but we're talking about things that are going to, that, again, credit lent to you, right. uh, you know, to, to purchase things. Uh, again, be it a store credit card, a, a vehicle loan, something like that. Not something like paying, making sure that you're paying uh, your light bill and uh different things like that, your cable bill or something, that's not going to affect your credit score. Right. Uh, And again, read the fine print. Anytime they do ask for like your social when you're signing up, certain places do report negative information, but they don't report positive information. So uh, uh, depending on that, like certain cable companies might report negative information to your credit, but it doesn't help your credit at all to pay them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like uh, credit cards, uh, different types of loans. If you're making on-time payments, those can actually help your credit, which we'll get into all that. So when we say credit, what, what do we mean? Well, credit uh, for the purpose of this show is the history of a person or an entity's payment history and a measurement of reliability of repayment should lines of credit be issued. So basically that means that uh, an institution would look at you and say, okay, here is your history of credit. What is your reliability that you're going to repay what we're giving you? And then there's things, like I said, like debt to income that help measure how much money you can get a loan for. What your interest rate may be. Exactly. But you know, credit can also go into things like even getting jobs. Certain fields, I know banking is one of them where we're required by the FDIC 
uh, to have a credit policy for employees. You have to have uh, a passable credit to be able to get a job here. And that's not just that. It, a lot of our vendors have to have that as well. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind, too, that your credit score could, could impact even a job search. Uh, depending on where you're going to go work. Right. So, you know, say you do take out a credit card whenever you are uh, younger or something like that. That is something you want to make sure that you are keeping up with, that you are making those payments because uh, down the road, it could really hurt you with interest rates or things like that. And then you can carry a negative. I mean, your score could stay negative for a long time, even if you start doing the right things to try and overcome the the wrongs that were made you have to make so many rights and it, it could take quite a while. So, you know, ideally this episode is just going to help you navigate through that, what you do and do not need to do, what can and cannot help your credit uh, to make sure that you're not going to be put in a bad situation later on. Absolutely. So we're going to have some key takeaways. I'm going to give you them at the beginning and then I'm going to give them to you again at the end. But basically the takeaways are avoid credit card debt. That is one of the worst kinds of debt. Sure. Uh, it hurts your credit score worse than any kind of debt and it can rack up and accumulate fast. It's very hard to pay off. Uh, budget well. That goes to the avoiding credit card debt. And then monitor your credit frequently. Mm-hmm. Monitoring your credit kind of keeps you honest, but also helps you detect any potential credit fraud. Uh, so those are uh, the kind of things. We'll go back to the takeaways uh, at the end. But let's get into our do's and don'ts. We've got a few do's and don'ts here, uh, and we're just going to kind of list them off for you, and uh, we'll kind of discuss why those things are the way they are. Yeah, so you do not obviously want to miss any of your due dates for your payments. That's a that's a biggie, you know. I, similar to anything that you have a payment due date for, uh, you want to make sure that you're doing that on time, especially with anything that could affect your credit. Absolutely, and again, that that's a basic one. Uh, check when you sign up for anything. Uh, if you sign up for cable and they take your social security number, uh, check for a notice of negative information that might go on your credit because there is a possibility they could negatively put that on your credit and missing a payment could hurt you. Uh, so just assume anytime you're on a month-to-month payment that you need to make that on time. That's just good practice. Some have different grace periods. You can maybe miss it by a few days. It doesn't hurt your credit. But make sure you're very clear uh, on your payment dates and how much time you have to make those. Uh, A good uh, credit due, decrease the amount of credit owed. That's a biggie. And when Mm -hmm. we say decrease the amount of credit owed, that goes for anything. That could be your home loan or your house or or your home loan house. That's That's the same thing. Your home loan or your car loan should be better. Uh, But this really is important for credit cards. Um, If you have a high uh, credit uh, limit to credit, like debt, Mm -hmm. um, that being really high hurts you. And the more you decrease that, your score will go up rapidly. I mean, it it can swing your credit score depending on how much credit you have by hundreds of points. Right. Not just a few points. So do decrease the amount of credit owed. Yes. I'm I'm getting stuck with all the don'ts. Do not (laughs) max out your lines of credit indefinitely. You do not want to be carrying, you know, you may have a $5,000 limit on your credit card, $2,500 limit on your credit card. You do not want to keep that balance at $2,500 or $5,000. You do not want to keep that maxed out at all times. Um, You know, in some places, they will uh, make sure that your interest, you know, for the first six months of that that one purchase or something has 0% interest. But the longer that you're going to go with carrying a balance on that, your interest rate is going to, I mean, in some in some instances, you know, 20% or more. uh, And that just means that you are 
you're going to be paying more for that for longer. If you're near the max of your credit limit on a credit card, that means you're making the minimum payment only or not making the payments at all. That hurts you so bad. Number one, making the minimum payment on a credit card will take you forever to pay it off. You're yep. paying just interest because interest rates on credit cards are so high. I mean, some of them 19, 20, 21%. Yep. Also, if you miss a payment, a lot of times that thing shoots up to 30% if you're not careful. But you're exactly right on that, Al. If you're near that maximum point, you're probably just paying the minimum. You're paying a lot of interest, which means you're just setting money on fire. But also, that maxed out line of credit is killing your credit score yeah. uh, because there's a ratio of how much credit you have. And we'll go into this a little bit more later, but there's a ratio of how much credit you have to how much uh, you know debt you have on that credit. If it's right there at 90% or so, that's killing your credit score. Right. Do monitor your credit frequently. We mentioned that that's one of our key takeaways. Again, that is to keep you honest. You know, if you get on there and you're looking at a bad credit score and you're using a credit app and it says you know, your credit's poor, that's motivation for you to get in there and, and work on it. We'll give you some tips on how to work on that here in a minute. But also, in the event somebody does open a fraudulent account in your name, you will see it and see it quickly. And the quicker you see it, the quicker you can shut it down, the easier it is to rectify that situation. Right. And we'll give you some of the resources that you can look into your credit score later that do not impact your credit score. Uh, that Some of those, you know, they may send you an email as soon as you have... Um, you know, yes. a new line of credit opened, um, a new inquiry on your credit report or something like that. So that way you know exactly what's happening with your credit. And like Blake said, if something fraudulent does happen and somebody happens to open a credit card in your name, you know immediately so that you can start working to rectify that right then and there. Absolutely. Next up, another don't. Another don't. Do not close your unused accounts. That, that one uh, is actually, that puzzles people at times. Sure. And you're like, why would I do that? If I've got a credit card that I've got a zero balance on uh, and I don't ever use it, why would I not close that? First things first, be safe. Don't have an active card you're carrying around, laying around, because that could lead to fraud. But you can leave those accounts open. And we mentioned that ratio right. of debt to actual credit usage. So that card has a credit limit. Let's say it's $5,000. That's $5,000 of unused credit, which mm -hmm. helps your credit to debt ratio, but also it helps your credit age. Credit age is a very important factor in your credit score. And so if that account's 10 years old and you close it and your nearest account is only five, you just lost five years on your credit age, which negatively impacts your score. Sure. And to be totally transparent here, I have always been terrified of credit cards. Um, I, know good, my good practice, I know my spending habits and, and how I am. <laughs> so I've always been terrified to have one. And, you know, whenever I purchased my, my first big girl purchased my vehicle, um, it was something that, you know, a, a lot of people do have their parents help them out on that, mm -hmm. uh, get on the loan with them. And so my credit score, you know, I was making those payments on my car on time, had a wonderful credit score, but that was my only source of credit history. So any other inquiry, inquiries that came in after that really dinged my score and dropped it down significantly uh, because, like you said, it was I had a very young credit mm -hmm. history and um, that was the only account. So, so things like that you need to take into account too. Um, going back, you know, may have opened one up and, and held on to a, a zero balance card just mm -hmm. to have it. Um, but those are just things that you need to, to think about whenever you are looking into credit cards. Absolutely. So if you open a credit card, you know, when you're 18 years old, it has a zero balance. And then when you turn 25, you're like, I'm going to get this card because it's got good reward points. 
just keep that in a zero balance, cut that card up, but leave the account open because that is a big part of your credit age. Yes. And so again, uh, keep those open. You, if you don't want to use them anymore, destroy the card, but you can keep leave that, that account, line of credit sure. open. Don't go in there and close that account because it doesn't hurt your credit age. And I've actually made that mistake personally mm -hmm. uh, where I closed an old card account that I Thinking, had. Thinking I've never, never I haven't used, used it, it in a I'll long close time. It, I'll get that off of my credit. And then my credit score went down when I did that. And I was very confused. So again, it, these are some very common things that a lot of people do. Um, we have a uh, do work with your local bank on ways to improve your credit. Uh, and so if you, you have some, maybe your credit's not where it would like to be. Uh, maybe you have no credit. You know, maybe you've run into a situation to where it's like, I'm trying to do something, there's no credit. Uh, you can come to, up here to First National or whatever bank you work with and say, hey, look, I, I need some tips and tricks. And, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's getting a little short-term loan, uh, unsecured note, something like that. And repaying that you yep. know for, for you know that can help um we have you know low interest credit cards here that that uh depending on your credit score you may or may not be able to qualify for but there are ways you can work on your credit um it also may be too if you're carrying a lot of debt trying to work on your credit score we can maybe be able to consolidate some of that that helps sometimes because again watch your interest rates because right. you're paying 21 percent on a credit card you got carrying a bunch of that sometimes we can consolidate that into one place uh makes your payments easier and get you started on the right track but work with your bank be honest with your bankers about the situations that you're in right and i do want to hit on something here too as well um something that i found out a, a few years back um as you know, Blake and I used to work at a TV station, and we did a story there on um, women who were, uh, you know, middle-aged, older women who went out. Maybe they were recently divorced, recently widowed, something to that nature, and they had been taking care of the household, making sure all of those payments were paid on time for the past 20, 30, 40 years, uh, but the, those credit any of the lines of credit that they had were maybe in their husband's name not in their uh -huh. name and so they had zero credit to their own name so that's something that it's not just you know 18 year olds who may walk in with no credit history sometimes it can be older people too who it, it's just it's it's interesting to see how how credit works and stuff like that and again that's something that you know come to your local bank uh and and we can help work with you on right. improving that credit maybe building that first line of credit and then helping you with it from there yeah my wife and i did that i mean you know we she had limited credit and you know there's a few things we had early on we're like both of our cars were in my name because i just i went up and did that that's sure. what i did for the house uh but as time went on it became important that she be got on those loans with us they were they were joined at first and then she built up enough credit herself that were finally our most recent car purchase she was actually it's solely in her name and right now, so now she's got a good credit age and that helps you too because you're gonna go and buy houses together and you need both of those yes. credits to be solid uh if you if you're buying bigger purchases or maybe you want to start a business and and you and your spouse are on there you don't need you to have great credit and them to either have like little to no credit where there's no history because that that can stop you dead in your tracks and it's something again most people don't think about you think well, we share everything it's okay who does it matter whose name it is it, it does it matter. really can mm -hmm. yeah all right so i'm going to hit you guys with the last don't that we have don't allow multiple hard inquiries on your credit report that could hit you in several different ways if you're not careful some car dealerships yes will actually run it 15 different times trying to find you a good rate that's 15 hard inquiries when we say hard inquiries uh, that is where somebody's running your credit for the purpose of getting a loan. Like, for example, uh, Experian, Equifax, TransUnion, Credit Karma, those that like help you monitor your credit, they don't put an inquiry on your credit score. But if you're going to apply for credit, they may run it a few times. Make sure when you're doing that, say, hey, don't run my credit 
multiple times. Right. You, I'm allowing you to run it once. Because I don't want all those hard inquiries and, because that can drop my credit And score. that will drain you. You get you get so many on your credit before it starts affecting it really right. negatively. One or two does not hurt you. One every couple of years, not really going to kill you. If you have seven at one time, the credit score really is hurt. going to go to the gutter. Yeah, absolutely. And it takes... It can take years for those hard inquiries to fall off. Yes. Uh, again, so, so these are things that you can look at, you can monitor. Uh, like I, I have a Credit Karma on my phone, monitor mm -hmm. that app. Um, and you can go in there and you can see the things that are negatively or positively affecting your credit score. And um, it does show on there you have so these many hard inquiries. We anticipate this one falling off mm -hmm. in a year or so. Um, but that's something to be aware of. Uh, before you go out, like Blake said, if you are going to go purchase a vehicle, make sure that they are not running your credit uh, to 15 different potential lenders. So that way they can get you the best rate on something. That's Obviously, you do want the best rate, but you also want your credit score to stay good, too. Right. Don't apply for four different credit cards at the same time. Pick one that you know you can get. Sure. Let them run your credit once and get it. Um, and then don't keep doing it every time you see it because they're giving you a free blanket yep. or something like that. Like, you'll see that all the time. Like, you go to a ball game or something, and there's a person there that was like, hey, apply for a credit card. We'll give you a free fleece. And it was like, man, I could buy that fleece right now without having to buy right, you're not going to run my credit you know yeah. i mean so it like just be careful on stuff like that it's it's a trap and it does hurt your credit like it's i said one every so often doesn't hurt but yep. um just be careful that. okay so what hurts your credit the most obviously you're going to think about missed payments um missed payments on anything are going to hurt you and with your credit it is going to hurt you significantly um like like we talked about earlier hurt your credit score but then can also really affect your uh your payment that you you know maybe your next payment's going to jump significantly because you missed that last one um so it's something that you need to be careful of whenever you do have a credit card uh, be responsible with it make those payments on time credit utilization we mentioned that so uh, how much credit you have open uh, which is the total amount of credit you have available to you versus the balances that are in that credit uh, that one's a big one again credit cards impact that very significantly uh, and that so again uh, make sure keep those older accounts open so that way you have a a longer uh, area of credit uh, and again, pay those credit cards down uh, whenever you can. Right. Uh, credit length history. Again, going back to, you know, I didn't have any form of credit in my own name for quite some time just because I was very uh, hesitant of it. And that wound up hurting me in the long run because while I was able to build it up, that was my only source of credit history. And so any anything that came after that, uh, a new inquiry, like whenever I went to go purchase my next vehicle, that dinged me quite a bit without realizing why. And looking into it now, it's like, oh, well, you only had that vehicle for, you know, three years, and that was the only thing you had. So it, right. it's Sample hard Sample size was small. Sure. It's hard for, again, we're looking into uh, a person's history, and they're, they're, they're measuring your reliability of paying something back. Well, it's great that you can pay back your one car loan, but how do they know that if you are juggling multiple things at once that you're going to be able to take care of that? Yeah, I mean, think of that as, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big baseball fan, but a batting average in baseball. Sure. If you've had one at bat and you've had a hit, you're batting 1,000. But if you don't get a hit in the next at bat, all of a sudden you're batting 500. Mm -hmm. You know, So, again, the more that's in there, the, the less things will affect it. But if you're a new person getting credit, just be mindful of those, those again, and new inquiries go into that too. Mm -hmm. So don't close those old accounts because it hurts your credit length history. Uh, but also be careful of those new inquiries, especially if you have young credit. The older your credit, the less those inquiries will kill you. Uh, but also, uh, if you're new, be careful of getting 15 inquiries on your credit report because that can sink you pretty quickly. Right. So let's just say you have 
bad credit. Let's say you're listening to this going, and I, I got bad credit. Thanks I'm for the advice people, to yeah. prevent it, but I did all these things, and now my credit is bad. Right. That's okay. Um, there are ways to fix that. Uh, the first thing is just figure out where you stand. Right. You know, you want to know where you're at so that way you can start working. You start digging yourself out of that hole. Right. And then if you find errors, dispute them. Because sometimes not everything on there is accurate. Correct. So get on a credit monitoring site. And, again, we'll give you some of those at the end. But, uh, you know, get on that site, figure out, okay, this isn't right, and then dispute them. And you could uh, – there's three major credit reporting agencies, which is Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Mm-hmm. You can go directly to them and say this is not right and dispute it. It's a little bit of a lengthy process, but that could help your credit score and tremendously. And it could, re- yeah, help you out in the long run. Um, most importantly, stop the bleeding. You know, it's not something to be embarrassed about. This Obviously, if we are doing a podcast on it right now, this happens to a lot of people. Um, you want to stop that bleeding. You want to make sure that maybe you haven't made a payment in a while. Maybe you're missing your, your due date on stuff. Hard reset yourself. Make sure that you're getting those bills paid on time, that you are paying down that debt. And in the meantime, avoid applying for additional credit to your name. Yeah, it's not insurmountable. It's not. You, But you have to start somewhere. And again, stop the bleeding. Um, all of those things can really help you. And again, it mentions in Stop the Bleeding, pay the bills on time pay debt down, avoid applying for credit, that's also ways to repair your credit too. So if you start there and continue to do those things by paying the bills down, paying the credit cards down, I would, you know, really start with your credit cards. Those are the ones that kill you uh, the most. Sure, those Um, high interest rates. Yeah, right. That will hurt you the most. Uh, And then again, try to avoid applying for new credit. Pay down the open accounts you already have. uh, And then when you get those paid down, then you can just you can kind of build off of that. And again, paying those down will build your credit score at the same time once Mm -hmm. you get a history uh, of, of good payments, but that's the best ways to repair it. But again, just find out where you're at, make sure your credit score is accurate, and then stop the bleeding and just begin the process of repairing your credit. Right. And again, if you are needing assistance with this, do, do not be, be, be transparent. Don't be embarrassed about what's going on. Cause again, this happens to a lot of people and you're not going to rectify the situation. If you just sit there and think, well, I don't know what to do. Um, I guess I'll just let it continue to eat me alive. And then you know, you know, some people live with this bad credit for, for decades, and it's something that you could start working toward, and, and why not start working toward it today, you know? And sometimes if you go to, to the right lender and they see a positive trend in your numbers, even if your credit score is not perfect, they can say, okay, this person's now going in the right direction. You can help your debt-to-income ratios. You can bring your payments down, which helps you get, get loans and things like that. So just get started. And again, be honest. You're not alone in this. Nope. Uh, a lot of people out there really have uh, struggling credit. It's okay. Um, speak to your banker about it. Ask for help. Um, your bank does have resources for things like this to help you, but don't don't sit there like you're not the only person that, right. that struggles with this. And it may be medical bills that have that have hit you. It may be uh, something that was completely out of your control. You may have had to do something all of a sudden need to put on a credit card. You know, we, we talk about credit card, and I think this is a stigma. We talk about credit card debt like it all was uncontrollable. And a lot of it is, unfortunately. A lot of it's people get a big line of credit. They get carried away. They take big trips. They go shopping. And it kind of snowballs. And it snowballs. But... It's meant to do that to you. It really is. And so be mindful when you, you get a credit card. But we talk about it. Like, I think there's a negative stigma out there. Um, but sometimes it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the roof starts leaking on your house, you got to fix it. Right. And maybe you don't have disposable income to replace it, and you do that. You know, that we understand that as a financial institution. And sometimes if we can see that in your credit history, 
we can roll some of that stuff up into one to help you get going in a good direction to get some of that interest down. That's why you need to talk to your banker, but it's okay. I mean, it, we realize that we've talked so negatively about credit utilization. Sometimes it's out of your control. Sometimes you got to eat. Sometimes right. you have to do these things. Like, it's okay, but mm-hmm. we got to get you back going in the right direction. And like Blake said, too, um, on, on kind of maybe rolling these things into one, so that way uh, you're able to make, you know, maybe you're overwhelmed with, if you have uh, multiple credit cards, maybe you're just overwhelmed with trying to make all those payments, remembering to make all those payments. You know, it's something that maybe your lender could look into getting you all of that rolled into one so you're making one payment at one time and w- chopping away at that that way. So resources, how do you monitor your credit? We've mentioned that multiple times. First of all, you can go directly to the reporting agencies, which are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Uh, Those are the the main reporting agencies. You can go directly to them. Some of them offer different products. Uh, There is free one called Credit Karma. Mm -hmm. I know you use that, Allison. So do I. Uh, It's free. They do not impact your credit score when you monitor it. That is not a hard inquiry. So we've mentioned that. It will ask for your social. It will ask for these things, but then it will find your credit, and it is free, and you can monitor it. It will even give you up-to-date information about you know, inquiries on your credit report and right. open lines of credit. Now, some of, uh, you know, credit karma may not be 100% accurate whenever you're looking at it. So just be aware of that um, before y- you try and make a big purchase on something thinking that, oh, this is my, you know, it, right. it, it can vary a little bit. Again, this is, they are monitoring your credit. They are not giving you a hard inquiry into finding out your exact credit score right then and there. So that's a bit of a difference in it. But again, it can help you so much in being able to tell when a new account is opened, when an inquiry is made, what generally your credit score is, how many hard inquiries you have left, what accounts you have open. Uh, you know, Credit Karma will look at, uh, auto loans, home loans, credit cards, um, student loans, different things like that, and kind of give you a breakdown of what all you owe and where you're sitting. Absolutely. And so our key takeaways from this, avoid credit card debt when possible, budget well, and monitor your credit frequently. So those are the key. If you do those things, again, if you have poor credit right now, you're in debt right now, just begin that work on it. And a good place to start finding out where you stand on your credit score. And you may be scared of it. Like you're like, man, I know I'm going to open this. It's going to be ugly. And it may be. It may be ugly. It's okay. You're not alone. There are ways to help. But the best thing you can do is get started on that. Yeah. The worst thing to do is sit there and think that it will resolve itself because it won't. No. It never does. A lot of things. I mean, that could apply to a lot of things, um, especially your credit, though. Not one single time has anybody checked their credit score <laughs> with a bunch of debt and be like, where'd it go? It's cool. Oh, man, I've it got 800. Oh, wow. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Yeah. yeah, unless you hit the lottery. And if that happens, then, uh, you know, all your issues are taken care of. You got anything else, Allison? I don't think so. Um, you know, like we said, hit up the bank. Hit up somebody who can help you kind of work through this if you are having difficulties with it. Um, you know, work with somebody. Talk with somebody who can get you going on the right track. We are here for you uh, here at First National Bank. And, again, you know, could be the point you're listening to this and you're not anywhere near us. Find you a good local bank that will talk to you about your credit. And if they don't want to do that, find another bank. Doesn't have to be us. Find somebody who will work with you on that. Again, because we do understand that you may not even, this is worldwide. So you may not, uh, uh, may not be anywhere near us and that's okay. But find you a good local banker that will work with you on these things. Yep. I'm Blake. I'm Allison. See you. Bye.